Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The man has got his own walk-on music. The man has got his own walk-on music. Oh, my. And despite the fact that he comes from a city that we that throws snowballs at Santa Claus, we love him. And we want him on the show. We want his knowledge. Anyway, Terrell Thomas, these urban times, we welcome in here. How you doing, buddy? How was your week? Great. It was a great week. No complaints this week. How's everything your way? Well, yeah, you know, it's, uh, we're getting ready for the holidays. We're getting ready for the holidays. I, I do have to ask you, though, before we get into what's going on with the Hawks and everything, what was, because Eric and, and Sam mentioned it earlier, but you were also in the building last week for um, all the festivities. In fact, you did a little pregame thing. For us, um, 50 years of hip-hop, and the Falcons were going on out there, but that building being inside of it, what was that like for you? Uh, it was it was an electric Sunday. It was First and foremost, it was great that the Falcons were able to pick up a win. I'm glad that they stuck to the theme and realized, you know, we need to get a win today against our rivals. So that was great to see. Uh, and and it, it was great to see all of the entertainers actually being honored. I enjoyed the halftime performances. It was great to see Luda. Uh, you know, drop from the ceiling and such. So it was an ele- electric atmosphere highlighted by a Falcons win. And uh, they're at the top of the NFC South right now. So it, it was, overall, I think it was a really great Sunday. And I tip my cap to the Atlanta Falcons for paying homage to all the men and women in the hip-hop and entertainment field who have contributed so much to the city of Atlanta. Absolutely. You say Atlanta influences everything, everybody. So, you know, we saw that on display last week for sure. Uh, talk about this Hawks road trip. Um, had some good, had some not so good. Um, you know, hey, Trade Young has showed up every night for this thing. Uh, they lose last night to Milwaukee, but thoughts about where this team is right now? Uh, as you just mentioned, we've seen uh, some good and some ugly so far from these Hawks. Uh, a, a very, I'll say a good win against San Antonio, even though they're a struggling team. I, I feel like whenever we do play the likes of the Sixers, the Celtics, or the Bucks, it's a measuring stick for the Hawks and for them to – come up short last night it was a bit disappointing I think it'll be great for them once they actually get an opportunity to get back home and get in State Farm Arena but it, it seems that they're still finding themselves Trey Young has been on the tear as of recently DeJounte Murray joined the party last night with both of those guys having over 30 points although it didn't equate to a win so it's been up and down so far on, on this road trip I, I would have liked to see them pick up a win last night to, to kind of cap things off but uh, they're, they're, they're slowly coming around they're slowly coming around so Still want to give them a little bit of grace until we actually get to the the Christmas games and such. Uh, but but I, but I'll say after this road trip, it was uh, I'm, I'm still uh, 
iffy on, on what we can actually do and if they can actually uh, if they can, if they can really make some noise in the East. But well, one thing that really hurt this team is having the injury to Jalen Johnson because he was just really kind of having really a breakout right now, really you know a breakout kind of season. You wondered how he was going to do if they put him in and, and gave him the starting role, trusted with more playing time, and he was showing that. Now he has the wrist injury and he's going to be lost for about a month, right? Well, maybe over a month. Yeah, that was definitely an unfortunate injury uh, against the Washington Wizards to pretty much start off the road trip. But as you mentioned, you know, like it's, it's kind of we we thought this young man was going to excel, or he, he had the opportunity to excel because his minutes would increase with John Connors no longer being there, and he has certainly done that. And I, I will say, even in this short time span so far, we've seen him pretty much improve on his three point shot. First few games of the season, it seemed like he was struggling with that corner three, uh, but he's been shooting that shot with confidence. It'll be interesting to see how the Hawks actually switch up their roster and their rotations with him out. You know, I hope he does heal pretty well when he gets back out there soon. We may not see him again until the new year, but uh, definitely an unfortunate injury to a young man who was really doing great things for this Hawks lineup. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. That is Terrell Thomas. He really, these urban times, and he's just a, just a bon vivant renaissance man. Real estate covering football, basketball, baseball, whatever else you need him to do. Um, listen, I want to go back to something that you were talking about and something that we talk about with you throughout the course of an NBA season, and that's chemistry. You were talking about the Hawks' backcourt and, and, and Trey having this and Deshante doing that, and he joined the party, and, and you said it in a way that sort of addresses what I want to talk about. Sam had mentioned earlier to me, man, we keep waiting for both of these guys to show up on the same night and perform the way we would like them or – potentially showing us something of what this backcourt can be. What is that at the end of the day? So at the end of the day, when you get the chemistry that you and I have talked about, that you have explained to us, what do you think that's going to look like with these two guys gelling the way we, we have hoped? I think both of those gentlemen are, are capable of averaging, I'll say, 20 points or more. Trey maybe slightly more. So I'll say Trey somewhere around that 26 and 10. DeJounte somewhere around 21 and 5. But uh, it would be similar, even though the scoring styles are much, much different to what we see when we see Klay Thompson and Steph Curry go off. And and both of those guys are are gelling in on a similar page because DeJounte and Trey have the capabilities and and the skill sets to be all stars in the Eastern Conference. They have the chemistry, excuse me, they have the talent for both of those guys, I'll say, to contribute at least. 60 points total a night. Now, if they'll do that on a nightly basis, I don't know. But it was great to see, although it wasn't a loss, that those two put up big numbers. And I think that the other guys on their team will be willing to take a back seat from a scoring perspective when they see those two guys take that that, that leap scoring-wise. Again, with Trey doing a little bit more, it's still facilitating. And DeJounte doing a little bit more as a defensive anchor from the guard position, maybe take maybe defending the opposing team's best guard on a night-to-night basis. But I would love to see them both some, get up a, somewhere between 12 to 15 shots a night and, and see how they can really begin to uh, excel from a scoring position. But I, I do think they could be two all-stars in the Eastern Conference, and I could easily see them averaging somewhere between, I'll say, 50 and 60 points combined per game. Well, I'll tell you what the other thing I see about it is who will come on to this team. I think this roster won't look the same at the end of the season as it looks now. And then you obviously have some roster moves. But, I mean, if they gel and do like you said and consistently do that, I'm thinking by midseason 
somebody at some place that's not going anywhere will say, I'm what's needed in Atlanta. Get get me there. And I, I really believe the way those guys play, you know, will attract a, a piece that maybe we see this team is missing right now that won't allow us to be in the top four in the East. So I really think the way they come along, the way they progress, and being consistent could, could be the thing that attracts a piece from another place that says, you know what, we're not going places. Call my agent. Get me down to Atlanta. I feel like I can be what get those guys over the top and make them one of the top four teams. I really believe that could happen with this team, but they got to go out and do it on the court. Yeah, and we may see that sooner than later because our Hawks will come back home Wednesday for a game in Brooklyn, but in their next five or six games, they'll be heading to Canada to face the Toronto Raptors. Now, we've been hearing basketball rumors since the offseason. There's a gentleman on that roster who the Hawks are kind of monitoring and, and seeing what the situation with his contract and Pascal Siakam. So with the Hawks having some upcoming games, maybe he'll get a front-line view, as you just mentioned, on what DeJounte and Trey look like and what the team could possibly look like if he decides to come on down to Atlanta and, and play. And I think if that were to happen, I know that that was someone, too, uh, during the offseason, and which both of you gentlemen mentioned, hey, he might be a great fit here in Atlanta. They get someone like that or, or an equal star in, in, to a Pascal Siakam, I easily see them jumping to a four or five season four or five C, excuse me, in the Eastern Conference. So that is certainly something to monitor, certainly something to monitor. Hey, Terrell, give me your thoughts on the uh, in-season tournament. I'm disappointed that the Hawks won't be playing in it, quite honestly. I am I am disappointed that they haven't advanced. It, it's been very competitive. I will say that. I was very – I was greatly entertained with all of the games. And with, you know, once we get past, once we got past looking at the courts and laughing at some of the different styles, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was impressed at the gameplay of some of the teams, some 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 teams that actually do stand out. It was, it's fascinating to me that the Lakers were undefeated in, in the tournament, and we'll see Phoenix advance. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm interested to see how it does play out from here with teams going to Vegas and such. So I know the next two games, Monday and Tuesday, will be focused on the in-season tournament. So, again, from my perspective, I am slightly disappointed that our Hawks won't be there. But I enjoyed it so far. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes moving forward and who will actually be crowned champion in the next few weeks. Yep, that's what we're looking forward to. And I'm, I'm with you. Those floor designs. Uh, <laughs> What's wrong with them? Yeah, man. Oh, my goodness, it man. It, listen, they ain't, yeah. they ain't doing that for us. They're doing it for the kids. It, okay. Yeah, you got to okay, get, get their okay. attention. <laughs> you gotta get, you got your, I bet your kids liked it. Tell the truth. Did Rob, your kid, Rob you know, think, so, right? Terrell, did your kids the like Hawks, the courts? I think the Hawks had the best court. I, I will say that. I think the Hawks by far had the best-looking court. But, no, they actually they, they actually didn't. Uh, my daughter and my son both trying to watch some of the games on TV made comments like, yeah, you know, what's up with this court? And it was kind of hard to watch. So they, they did enjoy – they did like what the Hawks court looks like. I thought it was a smoother and cleaner look. But some of those games that we watched, Sixer games and Pelicans games and – uh, uh, Mavericks games, the court was just a little outlandish. So I hope right. they, they fix some of that next year. But again, the gameplay was phenomenal. And that's what counts the most. Here's what, <laughs> here's what we know about this dude, Sam. He's a sports fan. Oh, yeah. When he gives the opportunity, he'll talk about them Eagles up there in Philly. Oh, yeah. He'll he will. talk about, you know, other sports here. So listen, I know you have some opinion about what happened yesterday in college football. We've been throwing the number out all morning long 404 726 0929 for our listeners to call up and vent. And it's been quite an active morning. What are your overall thoughts? I'll let you pick the direction you want to go, but before we let you go, what are your thoughts on what happened yesterday, what you saw, and what you think will come from the committee at noon today? 
Well, for those who do follow me already and and stand to what I say is knowing that I'm a big Florida State fan. That's where my, my dad's family is from and had a lot of family members that go there. So all season long, I've been championing the the, the Seminoles and saying that they were going to get into the playoffs. A little disappointing that our quarterback was hurt, um, but I still do believe that they should be getting a top three or four spot. When it comes to Georgia, you know, it, it, it seems over time with Kirby, no matter how great he has those guys playing that, the the Alabama, the Crimson Tide are just their kryptonite. If I had my way and what I see, I see Michigan at number one. I see Washington moving up to th- number two. I'm putting Florida State at number three, and I'm having Texas at number four. I I, I wouldn't have Georgia nor um, Alabama. Wow. In, both in, of them in, out in the actual. Yeah, I would have them both out. And, and the reason I say that is it's kind it's kind of hard. To, you can't cheat. Michigan and Washington, of course. We've seen a precedent set over the last few years. If you win one of the Power Five conferences, you're in. So I wouldn't change that now with Florida State, whether they've had, you know, some issues at the quarterback position or not. And the reason I would leapfrog Texas and have them over Bama or Georgia is just simply because it is we watched Texas beat Alabama already. We've seen Alabama beat Georgia already. So – I can't reward Georgia and keep them. In. And it's a hard fall to fall from number one to a number five, and I would have them at number five. But their, their, their schedule, and I've heard, I've heard you guys speak on it and other you know, college football experts, the schedule was kind of soft early in the season for Georgia. You get penalized for that. You can't play teams like you know, St. Mary of nothing in, 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 in a few games and just think because the SEC is known to be so tough that you can make those games up at the end of the season. And for Alabama, I wouldn't leap, leapfrog them all the way from an eight, seven seed to number four. I, I just wouldn't do that. So, uh, again, I, I would have Michigan number one. I would have Washington number two. I would have Florida State at number three. And I would, I would jump Texas to number four. And then I would round that out with Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State and – the SEC, unfortunately, would just have to wait till next season when we get the expanded playoff and see how things go. All right, now see, you mm. no, I've heard this before that yeah. exact scenario, and it's always spoken by a man who has family and you know places to go north of the Mason Dixon line, because basically what you're saying is basically what you're saying is that the most powerful or the, or or the, the conference with the best teams will be eliminated from this, and that's what people believe won't happen. Because there's like there's no way this committee's gonna walk out of there and keep an SEC team out of the top four, and so how they do that, manage that, uh, listen, hey, all happens at noons. This is the day after, the morning after, and um, <laughs> decision day. That's what It'll you call it, right? Decision day. <laughs> all right, it's coming up at noon today. But listen, as always, Terrell, we thank you, Terrell Thomas, these Urban Times man. Enjoy the rest of your day and and your week, and say hello to the kids and and. That's all I got, Sam. How about you? <laughs> I certainly, certainly will. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. As always, you great got it. With you guys this, morning. this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 